Welcome to Onco Farm. I'm your host, John Bazaar. I am a professor of pharmacy practice here at the supporting sponsor of Onco Farm, ETSU's Bill Gatton Health and Pharmacy. It is uh, February 8th, 2024. Uh, delivered the, the big oncology midterm exam today uh, for our P3s. So I spent a lot of time grading and, and uploading grades, and I realized. Oh, it's Thursday, and I had a you know a topic prepared that was going to be pretty short and sweet, uh, perhaps topical, perhaps not. Uh, so we're going to talk about small cell carcinoma of the prostate. So when we talk about prostate cancer, if you hear people say prostate cancer, it is a they really mean an adenocarcinoma of the prostate, where adenocarcinomas are cancers of glandular epithelial organ or origin, which is what the prostate is—a big gland, right? contribute some uh, uh, some fluid to semen and it, you know it's been said as a man if I live long enough uh, you know even you know if I live to my 80s 90s hundreds whatever even if I'm not diagnosed with prostate cancer if you did an autopsy you would probably find prostate cancer and they're at a very low grade it's often an indolent degree indolent disease but can be very aggressive and we're gonna talk about an even more aggressive form of prostate cancer and small cell carcinoma of the prostate um, so, you know, this is one of these things that's, you know, probably not uh, covered in your prostate cancer lecture in pharmacy school, for example. Um, and there can be a, a couple different ways uh, that this happens. So there's, there's a nice review article from some folks from, uh, uh, from uh, Johns Hopkins and some other places uh, about this. And, you know, one of, the, one of the estimates is it's in about 0.5 up to 2% of men with prostate cancer, but when they have actually done autopsy studies and they look in the prostate of people who died from castrate-resistant prostate cancer, you can find small cell carcinoma in, in 10 to 20% of these cases. Um, so this can happen de novo, right? Someone can be first diagnosed with small cell of the prostate uh, before they have a cancer diagnosis. That can happen. Now that's a little bit rare, but it can happen that you can have somebody who has um, prostate issues, <clears throat> whatever, they go in and they do a biopsy and they find small cell. And it looks very similar to small cell carcinoma that you would find in the lung. Um, and, and that, you know, that can happen. Um, a little bit, and, and this is accompanied with a normal or relatively low PSA, all right? So that can happen from, from the get-go. You can also have a scenario where a man is, um, you know, on treatment for prostate cancer uh, and they're on their antigen deprivation therapy and everything's going fine and they start to have clinical signs of disease progression despite their PSA not increasing. And that's also kind of a telltale sign that they have a transformation of small cell carcinoma uh, in the prostate and not the, the prostate cancer, not the adenocarcinoma, is driven by, by androgens. Um, so it's, um, you know, it's, and you're more likely to have this small cell carcinoma of the prostate after men, you know, become castrate resistant uh, and they've been exposed to ADT. And there are a couple theories. Uh, so one is that these um, these fairly well-differentiated adenocarcinoma cells de-differentiate into small cell lung cancer. Um, and this is um, one of the kind of the latest emerging hallmarks of cancer is that uh, it's almost like, um, you know, like a, a, a midlife crisis and you revert back to an area of more uh, juvenile behavior, and you de-differentiate these prostate cancer cells. They go back to being very immature, very poorly differentiated, and generally the more poorly differentiated the cancer is, the more aggressive it is. Uh, and because they are de-differentiating, they don't have the normal hallmarks of prostate cells like, for example, 
antigen receptors and, and secreting um, uh, prostate-specific antigen. Uh, now, another theory is it's not so much de-differentiation, it's going back developmentally, but it's a trans-differentiation that goes um, in, in a different way. Um, now, as you might expect, small cell carcinoma is very aggressive, just like it is in the lung, whether it's in the prostate, um, and this is a, a, you know, a poor prognosis, and um, the treatment is not docetaxel, it's not ADT, it's, uh, it's carboplatin etoposide, you know, it's platinum etoposide just like you would small cell carcinoma of the lung. So uh, this is something, it's kind of a clinical pearl to keep in mind if you're following prostate cancer patients and uh, especially if you see, you know, worsening of bone disease or they start to have more pain and their PSA is, maybe it's going up just a little bit, but it's not going up that much. Um, certainly not what you see in men who have like florid disease progression. Um, you know, that's a sign that maybe you, that you, should, you should biopsy one of these lesions and see if it is, if it is small cell because the treatment is, is different. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think that because, you know, if you're doing long-term androgen deprivation therapy, that, um, you know, you're creating an environment for castrate-resistant cells to grow. And, and castrate-resistant prostate cancer is not the same thing as small cell carcinoma of the prostate. You know, men whose prostate cancer progresses despite being on ADT and enzalutamide or abiraterone, that doesn't mean they have small cell carcinoma. Those folks, when they progress, you know, those cancers are able to grow those prostate adenocarcinoma cells are still adenos. They still grow despite, you know, a, a, a lack of testosterone and androgen, but as they progress, their PSA will go up because they are still that, you know, that, that adenocarcinoma that looks like normal prostate tissue. It's this de-differentiated form that's accompanied by like, really aggressive disease without that increase in PSA. And again, they're kind of, this can happen de novo at their initial diagnosis, or uh, you know, it's, it's actually more common for it to happen later in the disease course after men have been on androgen deprivation therapy for a while. So a little bit of a, you know, of a um, something that um, I first learned on rounds one day is kind of a, a trivial point, but it's but something that I have seen multiple times and it is, you know, uh, worth knowing, um, you know, if you're working certainly in a, a GU clinic, a genital urinary clinic with prostate patients, prostate cancer patients, or if you're in a medical oncology and someone's, you know, prostate cancer patients admitted and it's, you know, potential spinal cord compression and, um, you know, they, they're, their imaging is way worse than it was three months ago, but their PSA is the same, you really got to think, you know, small cell lung cancer because you, uh, you need to start treatment. Uh, more urgently in that scenario. So that's one of those scenarios that's worth knowing about. Uh, anybody on the team to raise that question whether or not another biopsy is needed. So that is that is the quick one for today uh, about small cell carcinoma of the prostate. Uh, again, treatment platinum etoposide, just like small cell of the lung. Uh, we'll be back next week with something a little bit more in-depth, hopefully. Um, hopefully we'll have something new to talk about. Um, you know, things are always moving and changing in oncology. So... Uh, We'll look forward to that, I hope. And until I talk to you again, remember, doses matter.